0: Should we introduce ourselves? Sure. I'm Jessica. Amani. You're just Amani. You're That's not, I'm am Amani.
1: Just Amani.
0: Okay. So when, when you introduce yourself to people and they say, hi, I'm John, and I they're say, shaking your hand, do you just I, say? I
1: usually say Amani.
0: You just go Amani. That's what I say. <laughs> Like in rushed, like. <clears> throat> throat>
1: nope. Amani. Amani.
0: Hi, I'm Amani. You just go Amani. That's it. Okay. Uh we are a husband and wife group <laughs> duo. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes at me. It's the first episode and you're already rolling your eyes at me.
1: I didn't roll my eyes, I crossed them. That looked very weird. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh
0: this is our podcast. Everything here is real except what isn't. And, uh, we're gonna talk about pretty much anything and everything that is real, but might not be. So, I mean, news, National Enquirer news. From nowhere. Sasquatch. Anything. Mermaids. You just never know where this is gonna take us, right? We don't. Right. We do um, But I do wanna talk a little bit about what inspired the name of this podcast. We were taking a ride on the Harley. Do you remember that nice afternoon? We rode out to that cute little bar and had lunch and and a beverage and mm-hmm. we so basically we're going to this little town that I've never been to, middle of nowhere Nevada. Amani's been there before. And as we pull into town, he turns to me. You know, I'm on the bike behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and says everything here is really old and then he turns to look forward and suddenly realizes that off to our right is a ginormous brand new house so he attempts to make a save and he turns back to me and says
1: accept what's new
0: and i could not stop laughing
1: And I looked at you and I was like, why is she laughing? (laughs) I had no clue. No clue.
0: So here we are with our show. Everything here is real, except what isn't. So, um, Jax is making a little appearance. I don't know if his little meow just got, um, caught on video, but her, or on the audio. Jax is our little orange tabby cat. Very spicy. He is very vocal right now.
1: Mm-hmm. He knows what's going on. He's
0: not normally like that. No. How funny. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jax. He's like, I want to be on the podcast. Okay. Well, so how did your day go? What did you do
1: today? <laughs> Just- What did I do today? Yeah, I mean, it started yesterday. uh, I put a fuel pump in my truck. Mm -hmm. And...
0: How was that? Was that a really good time?
1: It wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It really wasn't. I mean, you know, there's multiple ways to do a fuel pump on a truck. Mm -hmm. And the easy way is to cut a hole in in the truck bed, Mm -hmm. make a door out of it where you could just easily access your fuel pump
0: which sits on top of your gas tank It sits in
1: the gas tank uh-huh. the mm-hmm. bed sits on the tank so you either pull the t- bed off cut a hole or you tilt or it. drop the tank
0: right right it's
1: either one of those so um i ended up loosening up my passenger side bolts on the truck bed Pulled all the ones out of the driver's side, used the jack, jacked the side up, got it up about 20 inches, and uh, blocked it, and went to town.
0: Yeah, in, like, what, 30 degree weather? It was cold. Wind.
1: It was cold. Yeah. So, my original plan was to pull the whole thing off, Mm -hmm. elevate it, but we had... 60-mile-an-hour winds yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that's not going to work. Right. So, ended up doing it today. And it's cold. It's windy. Right. And uh, got her done. Yeah. But now my fuel gauge is all messed up, so.
0: You had a little bit of a mishap today. Oh, uh, yeah. We did. And you came in and said you <gasps> cut the wrong plug well, off. Well, you know,
1: <laughs> normally you don't have to... Uh, Hook in new uh, wiring. Right. With these, it's kind of plug
0: and play usually, right?
1: usually is. And they had their own plug that they wanted us to change it over to. And mm-hmm. so ended up cutting the wrong plug. <laughs> we were in here. We actually sat down and we were looking at the uh, schematics on how to wire this. The
0: wiring diagram.
1: And we're like, well, there's only three wires here and there's four wires here. What are we going to do? So we got this plan together and we both agreed and I went out and wired it up (laughs) and I was all pretty excited about it because it went really good and I had heat shrink and everything. It looked really good. And I go to plug in the new uh, fuel pump Uh and it's not (laughs) working. (laughs) I ended up cutting off the wrong side. Not Uh. looking. Yeah. You know. And I got to blame it on the wind and the cold and just being frustrated. And Right. Normally, I'm not like that.
0: Well, I mean, it does kind of remind me of the time that I purchased a new stereo for you for your truck. Right. Which I think I got it for your
1: birthday. Yeah, it's still not in. Like two years it's ago. It's still not in.
0: <laughs> okay. So... I bought him one of those fun like touchscreen stereos. I don't even remember what brand it is, but it's cool, and you can play videos on it and all that. and um, it fits perfectly.
1: Yeah, it's great. But but who would have thought <laughs> that you have to buy this aftermarket harness?: I know. <laughs> for a hundred and something dollars. To make it adapt to your original plug. Right,
0: but now our problem is we went to try to wire it and we cut the old plug off. What happened
1: well, okay, what happened was the new stereo came with their own plug. Right. It didn't match up to the original
0: the original
1: plug. So I cut it. Not knowing that there was a whole aftermarket kit that you can buy. Oh, yeah. It's a right. whole thing. Right. So I've been without a stereo for like, what, a year now?
0: Do you just sing to yourself? I do. When you're... Jax is really active right now. He's like walking on a grocery bag. I think he really wants to be on the podcast. Um. <laughs> He's looking at you like, don't don't even touch me i'm gonna lay on this bag right now this is my bag oh my goodness so um i woke up this morning and we've been planning this podcast for a while now oh i was gonna tell you what i did today you didn't even ask you didn't even give me a chance to ask. ask
1: i had to go move the cat you know what i did what'd you do
0: I got my winning entry for Publishers Clearing House, right all stickered up and ready to mail off tomorrow because Did you? <laughs> 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 you know I have been a final contestant with Publishers Clearing House now for I mean, I think that they've been letting me know that I'm a finalist since about 2017. Before we even met, I've been getting these letters saying that I'm a finalist. And I just keep thinking that it's got to be soon that my number is going to get selected. You know? Right. So what I did was, if you look across the kitchen here. I see it. uh Uh-huh. I've taken my winning number... Off of the original envelope they sent me, and I have hung it on the wall. That way, I can look at it every morning, memorize the number and and the date that they're coming. Um, I think that they're coming on February twenty eighth wow. to award us five thousand dollars a week for life. Cool, <laughs> be nice. Gonna be pretty awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um. Anyway, I started to say I woke up this morning. And I had this epiphany. We've been talking about this podcast. We've been planning it out for, what, weeks? And I thought, what would be more fun than to get the magazines from the newsstand at the grocery store and rifle through them and find out what's going on in the world? So I'm going to hit you with that. And you can let me know what you think. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, I've picked out a couple here that they're going to knock your socks off. Okay. So this is from the Globe. Um, apparently, oh, the January 24th, 2022 Globe magazine. This was my favorite article that I came across just rifling through it. Are you ready? Diaper creep returns to his dirty deeds.
1: Wow. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Rutledge DS the fourth was charged again with human trafficking after posing as an 18-year-old disabled man. That's the caption next to his mugshot. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and here's here's the very short article. And I love that they refer to these people as losers. Like it just it cracks me up, okay? A Louisiana loser with a crappy sexual fetish has admitted to tricking a healthcare worker into changing his adult diapers, cops claim. This is the second time big baby Rutledge DS the Fourth, thirty one has been arrested on a charge of attempted human trafficking for trying to nudge unsuspecting young women into handling his nasty nappies. Wow.
1: (laughs) That's a loser right there, huh?
0: (laughs) The foul fellow allegedly posed as a disabled young man with special needs and tried to recruit the victim to solicit other babysitters to care for him, police say. Diaz also raised a stink,
1: <laughs> wow. no
0: pun intended, in November 2019, when he was charged with 10 counts each of sexual battery and human trafficking in his wily attempts to have women change his wee-wee pads to obtain sexual arousal under the false pretenses of being handicapped, cops said. Now he's in deep doo doo again for the same offenses, and has been booked into the Jefferson Parish Correctional Center. (laughs) 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 D E A S or oh D E A S, excuse me, Diaz. I guess is his. That's how his name is spelled. Diaz, Diaz, D's, D's, D's nuts. Deceived home nurses into changing his soiled diapers. So, um... This... This was newsworthy. Apparently. This guy's got half a page.
1: So we... Do we believe it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he
1: must have snuck in.
0: No, he didn't sneak in.
1: Grabbed a bed.
0: Uh, No, so basically, he's walking around acting like...
1: But he's in the place where they...
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He is tricking healthcare workers into changing his adult diapers. Okay. I want to know, though, how did he get away with doing this again? After he had already been... Charged with ten counts of sexual battery. They're doing the same thing.
1: It's crazy. I, I know. It must be pretty easy to do, huh? I don't
0: know. You want to walk get...
1: in and grab a bed?
0: Do you want to give it a try? No. No, you don't walk in and grab a bed. You You've have gotta to. Be, he's he had to be evaluated by psychologists and and like gone through an intake process no. to get into one of these facilities. I think he probably snuck in. Or do you think that he signed up for one of those home health like uh, services weird. where the girls come to his house and maybe so basically he's getting his diaper changed and he's going, Wee
1: wee. Wee wee Right? Maybe. I, they didn't mention that, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um that's Okay. That's uh So weird. that
0: is the first wow. one I have for you. Um, where is my next one? Oh, I, I've got some doozies today. Okay, here we go. Are you ready for this? Do you remember who Matt
1: Lauer is? Isn't he like a news guy? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he was on the Today Show for right. like okay. five million years. Kind of a pompous ass, I always thought. Um, he was on with Katie Couric. That tells don't you know. how long ago he was. I like. don't
1: know who she is. You don't
0: remember? She's the one who had the colonoscopy on TV. Mm, no. Like, in the, maybe, like, the 90s or... No. Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Why? She let
0: them film her having a colonoscopy. I, I think it was to raise awareness for cancer, because I think she lost her husband. It was actually kind of a sad situation, but I was, like, I was a kid, oh. so I don't, I don't totally remember... All right, well, here is according to the National Enquirer, which is your number one news source in the United States. Number one. Yeah. Do you know what else? I I learned a while back from the Enquirer that Dolly Parton's boobs are killing her. Did you hear that?
1: I have. (laughs) I have. Yeah. (laughs) My mom actually brought that up. She did. And I looked at my mom and I said, How do you know this? <laughs> she goes, Well, it's in the Inquirer.
0: She was dead. I said,
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. So you read that in the Inquirer and she's going to die from her boobs. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Yeah. And then I hear her walk out and tell my dad, We need to save the Inquirers for him because he's really interested
0: yeah she well that was a different day yeah but but no, i
1: think it was the same day
0: well so there was that day and you and i were looking at each other and we were kind of giggling because i wasn't sure if she was serious and how serious do you think she was about dolly she was parton's
1: really serious i
0: think she was mm-hmm. so yeah then we were there another time and you were rifling through the inquire board pile <laughs> And I was standing in the kitchen with your dad, and he's in there, like, making coffee. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was that time. And she she snuck away from you to whisper to your dad.
1: See, I didn't hear that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You heard that. I
0: did. She said, Steph, I want to start saving these for Imani because he really likes looking at them. And I couldn't contain my laughter. <laughs> And then you were like, why is everybody laughing? And she said, I'm going to start saving those for you because you love looking at them. Oh. Which was really sweet. And so now she has a whole stack of them for us. And we need to go get them because these are very entertaining. Mm -hmm. Very. Okay. Back to Matt Lauer. Here's the headline in big blue bold letters. Loser Lauer sharpens his knives ready to spill in toxic tell-all. So, for anybody that's been living under a rock, uh, he got fired whenever... Oh, God, five years ago, apparently. Um, he was unceremoniously booted from the popular morning gab fest today. In November 2017, after being accused of preying on women, including a charge, he raped a coworker at the 2014 Olympics in Sochi, Russia. Wow, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he just feels like if it happens in Sochi, it stays in Sochi yeah i don't I don't know I don't know um but apparently uh Matt Lauer is threatening to finally emerge from the hole he crawled into after his stunning fall from grace, boasting he'll settle all old scores with a scathing tell-all book this year. Wow. Yeah. Write the book. uh Uh-huh. For the past five Mm. years...
1: So that's what you do, is you write a book.
0: Yeah, Matt has kept his head down. I bet he has. I would hide for such a long time. You would? If you lost your job Why didn't and you're, you like, write a book? you're like one of the most, <laughs> one of the most well-known like TV personalities and they prove that you were sexually assaulting women. Like I, I don't remember all the details, but I know that he was like getting women in his office and like locking the door type of situation. <laughs> I would hide. But here's, here's what the inquirer says he's doing now.
1: Why would you do that? wait a minute okay you're 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 a newscast a famous newscaster yeah but you're gonna bring a girl into your your place and lock the door Mm -hmm. like she's not gonna tell on you
0: right and he also was married
1: yeah like i don't but you know you never know i mean it's the inquirer i mean it's
0: well no i mean the inquirer isn't saying he did the things that he did now they're just talking about his revenge plan, which is apparently very spicy. <laughs> 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 oh wow! Um, huh. So Katie Couric <clears throat> at one point said she that he is abusive and disgusting. Um, and the scandal triggered his multi-million-dollar divorce from long-suffering wife. Annette Roque, 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 whatever her name is. You know, I know you know this. I have a background in journalism. I was a newspaper editor for years. I am impressed when I look at these at how they are just peppered with descriptors. I mean, these these articles are so over the top. It is astounding. Absolutely
1: astounding. Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: Okay, like, what about this guy? Hammer, fierce, slammer, cannibal, army, terrified, law will bite him bad. I don't know the background on that story, so I'm not gonna get into any of that. All right. Do you want to know what George Clooney's up to?
1: Sure. What is he up to? How bad
0: do you want to know what George Clooney's up to? (laughs) Hmm. The Inquirer is the first to know, first to know, Clooney's cleaned up his act with hair and skin treatments. Like, I guess maybe he wasn't taking care of himself before. Oh. I mean, did he look disheveled to you?
1: I never noticed.
0: I mean, <laughs> disheveled, George Honestly, Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Manscaped George is one smooth dude. Mm. It says, mm-hmm. He's a smooth operator, George Clooney. He's upping his grooming game to look polished and sexy for his much younger wife. Snitch, snitched sources who said waxing and skin treatments are at the top of his list. They probably always were. What's her name? His wife, Amal. Amal. Yeah, very close to Amal. your name. Mm-hmm. The silver-haired gravity hunk, 60 is eager to keep the spark alive with Amal, 43, the stylish mother of his four-year-old twins. Who he wed in 2014, tipster's dish. Okay, let me go ahead and just point out that this sentence is strangely scrambled. Okay. (laughs) His four-year-old twins, who he wed in 2014. Okay. Okay. He's naturally a very hairy guy, and while he didn't mind it during his early years in Hollywood. Yeah, because it was the 70s when everybody had bushes coming out the top of their underwear. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Right? You right. remember the pornos? Not sure. <sighs>
0: he's gotten very particular about the more about it. The more success, successful he's become and especially after he met Amal and Insider spilled I want to know who this insider is. Do you ever wonder, like, if somebody's just sitting at their desk making it up and saying, An insider says. I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. Like, I want that job. I want to sit at my desk and just make shit up.
1: An insider.
0: I guess!
1: So, we believe insiders. Right. Or we don't.
0: Right. Right. You know what? I want that job or I want to be... How do you
1: apply for an insider?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want that job or I want to be a a meteorologist.
1: Oh, a meteorologist for sure. Because
0: literally all you have to do...
1: I think it's going to snow next week. It's supposed to... What's
0: the percentage?
1: Oh, it's got to be... 50. 45, 47%. 47%. (laughs) It's gonna snow. No, I might change it tomorrow.
0: There's a fifty percent chance of snow. Change because
1: there is. I'm gonna go outside (laughs) and I'm gonna look outside, look at the sky, and say, "Okay, it's down to thirty-eight percent." You know
0: what? I think that's a good idea for us for this. I think this should be your job. It seems very important, and I feel like
1: meteorologist.
0: No, no, no. I feel like for our listeners, each time we're recording, I'm going to ask you to look outside and let us know what the weather's going to do in the next 12 hours.
1: Just for...
0: For where we are.
1: For where we are. hmm
0: We are in Northeastern. Northwestern. Oh, I said Northeastern because I used to live in Northeastern. Did are you in, in
1: Northeastern? E- yeah, I
0: lived in Wells. Oh. We are in Northwestern, Nevada.
1: Would Wells be Eastern?
0: Yeah, it's the eastern side of the state. Oh. Basically, we're in the part of Nevada that nobody knows because... And, like, anytime our friends come to visit from other states that go to Vegas, they call and they're like... Hey, you want to meet up for lunch? I'm in Vegas. Yeah, let me just get in my truck and drive seven. What is it? Seven hours. hours. Oh, is it 11 from here? It's like
1: nine. Oh, God. It's like nine.
0: It was seven when I lived in Reno. But you're probably right. It's probably further. Because you can't... There's no straight shot. Because you got that Area 51 right there in the middle. Mm -hmm. You can't drive through. Yeah. All right. So now... (coughs) Not only is this important for the beginning of our podcast. Right. But this is majorly, majorly important news regarding the upcoming events of this year. Basically what to expect in 2022. Okay. Okay. We have... The National Examiner, which I don't know how they get away with having something that is so close to the National Enquirer, unless they're owned by the same company. The examiner, <laughs> the Examiner. Okay, we have Nostradamus predictions for 2022. Okay, you've read these before, right? These have been sure. around since we were both kids, <clears throat> right? And Every single year it's doom, gloom, destruction,
1: it's fire, the world.
0: brimstone, the devil is coming, and we are just damned i mean we're we're so screwed. <coughs> Nostradamus says we are so screwed every year, but I have to tell you, <laughs> after the past two years, I'm not so sure he's wrong on some of these, sure i you know, everybody's got their their bingo cards out. They've been playing since the beginning of COVID. You've got the COVID bingo. You, remember the uh what were what were those those hornets? The the bugs that were yeah. that were going to invade and kill everybody. That suddenly disappeared. I can't remember. What they called? I can't remember. Oh, if somebody's listening and remembers, <coughs> sh- shoot us a message um over on I'll I'll give you our I'm trying to think our info at the end of the show. All right. So, Nostradamus saw horrors for 2022. The ancient sage predicted cannibals and robots. This is a very grim grim. I'm not sure what's happening. Oh. Mm. You're you're getting yourself a little a little uh, piece of candy there out of the the very loud pantry. How do you know? Because I think everyone knows that you're opening and closing <laughs> a very lo- loud door and um opening a very loud wrapper. Um Amani is s- definitely un- undiagnosed ADD, so he has been up and out of his chair probably <laughs> six times since we started this. Can you just go ahead and stay here with us for a minute?
1: I'm here. Okay, cool.
0: So, look how grim this looks. So, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and share some pictures of some of the things we've been reading on our social media page, um, so that (laughs) people can just see what we're looking at, because the next thing I'm going to hit you with struck (laughs) me as so funny, I've been laughing about it all day. Okay? Okay. So, shocking horrors await the world in 2022, according to the worrying words of 16th century French seer Nostradamus. Including widespread starvation, rampant cannibalism, and the rise of job-stealing robots. Those goddamn job-stealing robots. You know what it reminds me of? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. When the dad loses his job because they made they at the toothpaste factory because they now they have a robot that screws the toothpaste tubes on the toothpaste, and he doesn't have a job anymore.
1: I didn't know that. You didn't watch that movie? Mm, I did. I didn't pay attention. Oh,
0: shocking. <laughs> <laughs> were you up in the pantry? I don't know what I was up doing. in the pantry
1: getting candies <laughs> and things. Probably doing something. Good God! Oh yeah. Well, when you have ADD, your mind, your brain is constantly turning. So I was probably doing something else <laughs> while the movie was on.
0: Were you figuring out how big you were going to build your trusses for your next little building oh, you were boy. building?
1: Oh, it's a long time ago. Mm.
0: I'm going to get a little sidetracked for just a second and tell a fun story. way
1: sidetracked.
0: Well, because it's so relevant to you being ADD. What? So we have goats, chickens, geese, a llama, a pigeon which is a whole rescue situation or he wouldn't be here, but he's, he's lucky to be here. He's, he's happy, he can't fly, and he's got a really good life Um, and dogs and cats. But when we got our goats, we were getting ready to build them their little barn. We got them kind of like mid spring, I guess the year we got them and they didn't totally need shelter right away, but we, we pretty quickly wanted to get them something up in case it rained or whatever. So we had bought all of our lumber and we're, we're getting everything ready to go. And I go walking into our bedroom, which coming in from the living room, you walk through the bedroom and then you turn the corner to the left to where the bathtub and shower and toilet and sink and vanity and all that is. So I'm walking through oh, the bedroom and I see. I know where
1: you're going <laughs> with this. <laughs> Was it that bathroom? Yeah. Oh, boy.
0: I see just your tape measure (laughs) extending out into the bedroom from the bathroom region. From the toilet. Right. And I turn the corner, and he's in the toilet room with the door open, pants down, legs spread, sitting on the toilet, extending this... (sighs) tape measure out into the other room and he's horrified to see me standing there and he just looks up and says this isn't what it looks like
1: <laughs> <laughs> <And I'm laughs>
0: i want to know what you thought it what did you think i
1: don't know
0: what did you think that if you're I th- sitting
1: in a bathroom with a tape measure okay it's just i don't know
0: what did you think I thought it looked like? You had it extended out like 20 feet.
1: It must have been a childhood oh. something.
0: Did you get caught maybe doing I, a little bit of measuring? Maybe I had
1: a ruler or a tape measure <laughs> in a bathroom when I was a kid. I don't know. Did but you? it was like the first reaction out of my mouth. It's not what you think. <laughs> I am not measuring anything. And
0: I just And he's like, I'm deciding how big I want to make my trusses. And I just looked at him and went, I don't
1: know. I don't know. Wow! And then I just left the room. That's funny. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Wow. All right.
0: So, do you want to hear what Nostradamus has to say? That
1: was off topic. I
0: know. All right. Wow. So, the knowing sage made his disturbing predictions in the prophecies, his famed collection of thousand four line verses, which some say eerily foretold numerous tragedies. Such as 9-11, global COVID, pandemic, all kinds of things. Now, if you... (laughs) Can you imagine sitting down and writing out a thousand four-line verses of predictions that you're making for the future, okay? What are the odds that some of them are going to be true? Right. Pretty good?
1: Yeah. I mean oh, because, yeah, if you're writing down a thousand. I mean, you gotta... I mean,
0: I could sit down with a notebook be right and be like, alright, so I... <laughs> so I think... I think... There's
1: gonna be a milk shortage.
0: I think, though, too, a hundred years from now, people are gonna talk to each other through devices instead of getting on their horses and riding over to the next county. Mm-hmm. I mean... Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. With the world still reeling from the financial impact of coronavirus, um, we're looking at some of the prophet's most chilling verses now. Okay. Although he lived more than 500 years ago, Nostradamus spoke as if he had an uncanny understanding of today's supply chain issues, skyrocketing inflation, and economic uncertainty. Now, here's the thing. I don't, I'm not discounting the fact that I do believe that that people exist that are seers. Like, I I believe that people can have a knowing of things. So I'm not discounting that in any way. Um, I'm just laughing because we are reading it in the National Examiner, which is full of fake news. And they actually have had to admit that after multiple lawsuits. So, (sighs) I'm... I think, you know, like, don't hold me to that. I've, I've read that somewhere. All right. So here's what's going to happen this year. Honey. (laughs) Honey. Honey (laughs) shall cost far more than candle wax. So the high price of wheat that man is stirred his fellow man to eat in his despair. He says. Hasn't that been happening for hundreds of years?
1: Yeah, okay. Bees. Bees have been, what, disappearing for the last 20 years?
0: Bees? Bees are, you know, they're...
1: Well, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. So bees... If bees are definitely if very... bees have been disappearing for the last 20 years, honey is going to be going away, too.
0: Well, except, yeah, I right? mean, I know a lot of people who keep bees. So that would be
1: a good...
0: But he wasn't, he didn't know. This was 500 years ago, yes. man.
1: Yeah. Okay, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Additional verses add to modern day worries about the viability of the food chain, including. I love, I love his, how he talks to. It's very, very vague.
1: It's you like, mean the insider?
0: No, no, Nostradamus. It's like insider. reading a, no, this is, this is a quote from Nostradamus. Oh, okay. Like the sun, the head shall sear the shining sea. The black sea's living fish shall all but boil. When Rhodes and Genoa, slash, whatever that means, half-starved shall be, the local folk to cut them up shall toil.
1: Is this for 22?
0: This is for now. Wow. Okay. Okay. He's predicting heat waves, uncontrollable heat.
1: That's what you want, right?
0: <laughs> well, not exactly.
1: <laughs> You're always cold.
0: Uh-huh. Um, I want to get to the part where he's talking about cannibals, though. Um. Mm, where, where, where? Cryptocurrency, he talks about. Which, yeah, that is a thing. I don't see anything about the cannibalism. Oh, here we go. Wait. Um, apparently, if you interpret that honey, quote, let me repeat that, honey shall cost far more than candle wax, so high the price of wheat, that man is stirred his fellow man to eat in his despair. The the examiner, I'm sorry, is saying that some experts say those disturbing verses can be interpreted metaphorically believing that Nostradamus feared mass starvation and he could see desperate a desperate population turn to cannibalism. Mm. I didn't get that out of that. That seems like when people are like interpreting old texts and they turn them to mean something that they're not at all. Okay.
1: So like when you play a record backwards,
0: no, it's kind of like when you take the, <laughs> something written in Old English oh. and put your, old, your own spin on it. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so that's enough of that. My favorite thing I saw today, <laughs> which I've already screen capped to put on our social media pages. You have. Mm-hmm. Here's the headlight. And I wish that everybody could see this picture, so please, if you are listening to this, go to our socials and see the page. Look at this picture! Okay. It's pretty bad. The headline is, Creepy Matthew Can't Get a Date. And it is a picture of a person who sort of, possibly, maybe... From the side, maybe looks like Matthew Perry.
1: Oh God! Do you? I don't know. I, I, mean, mean, I mean, it's the guy. So... <laughs> the guy looks like he's three hundred and sixty pounds.
0: Right. It's
1: a side view. I'm not sure.
0: That could be anybody. Yeah. How many people do you know that well, look like this? There is
1: Photoshop. So who? Well, knows?
0: there is, but they didn't try with this. They just snapped oh, no. this picture of this guy who kind oh, of resemb- resembles, and it might be him. I don't know.
1: Hmm. Wow. Okay. Looks bad.
0: Love loser. This is. These are the exact words. Matthew Perry keeps striking out with the ladies, and the flabby former addict is begging ex-castmates Jen Aniston and Courtney Cox to play Cupid, tipsters tattled. Wow. That's a mouthful.
1: Set me up.
0: <laughs> Fans express shock at the schlubby sitcom stars. <clears throat> Good God. Schlubby sitcom star. Wow. Schlubby, say it.
1: That's a word. That's tough. Sh- schlubby. Sh- Say, that, say, it, say it. Slubby.
0: Say it all together.
1: Slubby <clears throat> sitcom star. <laughs> wow, Thank you. you did better than I did.
0: His appearance and slurred speech. Okay, wait. Fans expressed shock at the slubby sitcom star's appearance and slurred speech on HBO's Friends reunion special in 2021, and sources snitched. The firestorm didn't help Matthew's lackluster romantic life. Poor guy.
1: Did you see it? What? Did you see the, Oh, the uh, Friends reunion? reunion? Yeah. Were you
0: not home with me? Did
1: he look bad?
0: I mean, he didn't look...
1: <clears throat> I thought he was, like, the only one that looked like he was unhealthy, right? Well, yeah, but... He was the only one?
0: I mean, if you think back to watching Friends... Did you watch Friends?
1: He was always weird-looking, He I? was
0: never, like, attractive to me. Like, he wasn't... i mean i think in the very beginning he wasn't like ugly but i feel like as he got
1: older he got heavier and well
0: no i think yeah that too but Mm. i mean i think he admittedly had a drug and drug and alcohol problem so oh wow guess how old he is yeah how old is he 50 no
1: 48 no 53. He, he, he
0: shares a birth year with somebody sitting in this room.
1: Are you kidding me? Mm hmm. Is he that young?
0: No, oh, you think he's my age? Yeah. No, he's your age.
1: Is he really? Mm hmm. Huh. Wow.
0: Yeah. Well, the 52 year old actor scored a seven figure deal for a dishy tell all an insider spilled. <laughs> He can't get a date because women are wary of him, and he's kind of creepy with the self-deprecating dark humor. Wow. I mean, I don't want to go out with a guy who's just, like, fat, washed-up drug addict, let himself go, and the whole time you're on the date, so here's what's happening. He's all, so, hey, you know, I know... I know that my belly hangs over my pants. I know. that you know. But I used to be in shape. (laughs) But I was on Friends.
1: I was in shape. I was on Friends. Just picture me on Friends.
0: Oh my gosh. As the National Enquirer reported, Matthew and fiancé Molly Hurwitz, 30, split last summer. Now a source claimed the former booze-swelling pill-popper. These are hard to read out loud. The former booze-swelling pill-popper is struggling to find a new lady love. Oh my god, please don't ever refer to me as that. This is my lady love. (sighs) The look you're giving me. Okay, okay. He's really trying to piece himself back together, lose weight, and get healthier. And he hopes his memoir opens the door to more acting work too. Explained the insider. But the dismal dating situation is getting him down. He's practically crying to Jen and Courtney to help. Screenshot that, please. Yes, it is. Please screenshot That's that. That's
1: so bad.
0: So Amani just found a better picture taken the same day. Where is that? Oh. The sun. Oh my god. That is he's oh my god. So disheveled. Speaking of disheveled, where is that that article?
1: Oh my god. He's got man, he's got moves. Moves. What cup
0: size do you think that is? I
1: don't
0: know. Where did I see the article about Lisa Marie Presley? Oh wow! Yeah, you should screenshot cup that size-y. one too. We'll go ahead and save that for for people to look at. Um, because I I really highly doubt that most people are going out and buying the Inquirer. Wow, that's at least a Mm. I'm gonna say whew, 50 C cup
1: that's bad
0: poor guy nope. I mean you know what we don't know what gets people to where they're down <clears throat> in the dumps you know I mean we don't know mental health is a real thing I'm mm. not making fun so of good there yeah, wow poor guy.
1: Yep. That so poor guy I'm not making fun of anybody. No. It just sucks to see him that way.
0: No, that does suck. What I <clears throat> thought was funny was that, you know, the language the inquirer right. used, you know. Um
1: God, she looks bad too.
0: Oh, um, well you know, face injections do things they can when done improperly and overdone and she looks good courtney cox (laughs) she looks good she looks
1: great it just looks weird to me
0: well i mean nobody looks the same as they looked when they were no i mean if i could go back to being 22 and you know Oh, I saw an article about Lisa Marie Presley, and it sort of just looked like somebody caught her on a day where she didn't have any makeup on, she might have been hungover, she's smoking a cigarette, and they're saying that she thinks she's going to be the next one to go to the grave. I doubt that she's out there saying that. They just snapped a picture. Do you know? Okay, back when I used to smoke, which it's been... Almost a year and a half since I quit. I'm really, really, really proud of myself. And, you know, I will say...
1: What did you use to smoke? Pack a day?
0: Oh, yeah, at least. And, um... Nicotine patches work. If you commit to, like, really, like, doing it, like, you're, you're like, determined that you're gonna stop, you'll stop. Um, but it really did help take the edge off. Okay. So, I am interested, and I haven't even read these yet because they're in the back of all of these magazines. So we went to the Walmart today.
1: <gasps> the we, Walmart?
0: We yeah, the Walmart. My dad calls it the Walmart. The Walmart. The Walmart. Wow. Yeah, he calls it the Walmart. And what do
1: you got going on now? I have
0: an itchy butt cheek.
1: Okay. Okay, leave it me alone. It doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how deep you're going there. All right. <gasps> Uh,
0: yeah, I put my sweats on and my slippers so that I could be comfy sitting here recording. And I don't like to wear underwear with my sweats. (laughs) (laughs) He's horrified. Wow. And... For some reason, because it's uncomfortable in bed. It feels like I have a rubber band around my body, and then when I roll over in bed, they get, like, all out of place, and it's just... Women understand this, okay? <clears throat> they do. Trust me. Okay. Um, you got <coughs> me all distracted. I did Oh! We went to the Walmart, which is what my dad calls it, and my dad um, also... ...thinks that it is perfectly appropriate
1: to walk around Walmart... ...and And snap pictures? (laughs) And snap pictures (laughs) of the Walmart people.
0: And he's not covert about it. Mm -mm. No, he will, in, in your face, pull his phone out and snap a picture of you... ...and then say nothing... And walk away.
1: You've seen him do this. No,
0: I know that's what he does because he did it to one of the cashiers.
1: Wouldn't well, see my this right there.
0: Yes. Well, my mom was with him, and he said he just couldn't understand. Okay, so my parents are very conservative, to to say the least, and so if you have anything irregular, like a weird hair color or piercings or whatever which is funny because i'm walking around with all of those things and uh and they they still love me but but yeah he he wanted to snap a picture and and you know he sends them to me um nobody ever said that he was politically correct he sends
1: some good ones he He really did i go where'd you get this (laughs) oh my dad just took this i'm like holy moly Dude, he's retired,
0: and he's bored. Oh, well, why not? And my mom's at work, mm-hmm. and he does the shopping. So he
1: goes by himself. Yeah. Wow. He
0: goes to the Walmart, which the is Walmart. what he calls it. Dad is a um, cowboy type. They live down near Tombstone, Arizona, and he's always um, dressed to the nines, no <laughs> matter what. Long sleeves. Wranglers, boots, belt buckle. He's been wearing the same belt buckle for 40 years or longer. He looks
1: like what, George Strait? Kind of. He dresses like You know like what George he looks Strait.
0: like more is um, Kurt Russell in Tombstone. That's dad. When he goes to Tombstone, which is like 20 miles from his house, and he's walking around with my mom, like they go down there and they shop in the little boutiques and they have lunch and whatnot. He gets stopped. I've been with
1: him really? when this
0: happened. Oh, yeah. When I was in college he in Moscow...
1: You what, for autographs?
0: People want to take pictures with him because they think he's a prop. Uh,
1: that's great. A
0: tombstone prop. That's no, great. No, when I was in college in Moscow, Idaho, <laughs> we're down in Lewiston at the mall, and my parents <clears throat> are visiting, and this group of college girls, and this has now been eons ago, but they come up to him and they're like, oh my god, it's a real cowboy, can we take pictures with you, and... He's just standing there grinning with his arms around all these little girls that are like, you know, in their 20s. And they're just, you know, yeah, because they were like, oh, my God, it's a real cowboy. And we were just laughing because it was like, okay yeah, well, I mean, he is. But, you know, super funny. But 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 picturing that walking through Walmart, I mean, he is dressed up. He's got his button up shirt on. He's got his, his wranglers that he presses with the iron. So they have like the crease going down the front of them. So this is
1: why I'm really insecure when I'm around your dad. (laughs) Do
0: you want me to press your pants? You know, it's
1: like, wow, man, you're really, you're really stylish.
0: I remember when you met him, your exact words were, He's a really He's nice... He's
1: a really good dresser. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he won't wear um, a t-shirt if it has any words on it. No. The only thing that could be on there is like if there's a pocket and it has like a teeny tiny label that says like Carhartt or something. But if it says like world's number one dad, he is turning <laughs> no. that into a rag and using it while he works on his jeans. He won't wear it? No. I've never even bought him anything like that because they knew he wouldn't wear it. Like, there's no way. So. Um. Back to what I was doing. Sheila Woods Friendship Club. This is in the Examiner. Um, we've got a key- this is a- this is a whole well, it's, it's one- it's a one-page spread of want ads. For single people. Okay. We've got the abbreviation samples here if you'd like to take a look. ISO means in search of, LTR, long term relationship, <laughs> TLC, <clears throat> tender loving care. Oh. Not to be confused with the band. TLC. That was, yeah. Mm-hmm. SBF, single black female. Wow, we're really like inappropriately labeling. Okay. SWF single white female SBM single black male SWM single white male WWF What do you think that sounds like? White
1: for? woman I don't know.
0: White widowed female. Huh. BWM
1: Black woman <laughs> Black widowed male. Yeah,
0: good. C oh. What does C stand for?
1: What? Just C. Just C? (laughs) Wow. Christian. Oh. How about S? Satanic.
0: (laughs) I like that so much better than what's here. Mm hmm. Single.
1: D. Dirty
0: that would be double d divorced
1: dirty, dirty divorced dirty h hmm.
0: hispanic oh okay that is the whole key for this thing, there is not any bit of inclusivity for anybody of any other race or gender.
1: That's all you get. This is so all you you're, get. If you're Chinese, if you're Japanese, if you're any other if you're race, trans, and what's on there? If you're
0: bi, if you're any of these things, you you you're, you're <laughs> you're gonna have, cannot. You're be, gonna have
1: to call in and say, "Hey, you
0: can't be part of Sheila Wood's friendship club."
1: No, wow. I can't
0: believe they're getting away with this. That's so. crazy. Okay. So it's, there's a, there's a cute little ad on here. Do you see this with these pictures? Oh, this looks like a a glamor shot. We need to save this and put it on the socials too. Look at these two. You know, what was that movie? The movie where, where, the, where the lady does the fart transplant.
1: I don't know.
0: She's all laying on top oh. of him. They're doing the photo shoot and she's all, right. and he's all, good Lord, Jandis. Did you just fart?
1: What was that in?
0: It's like a fart transplant. And she's like, Mm -hmm. I've been saving this all day. Right. What was that movie? This picture looks like that to me. Like it was taken during that. What is Zach Galifianakis? Right. And um, the girl from SNL. I can't Mm -hmm. think of her name right now. The fart transplant. Well, um, Find true love through our friendship club, just like these happy couples.
1: Masterminds,
0: yes, masterminds. Mm. Yes, are you gonna play it?
1: Good lord, Janice. I've been saving that for you, farted right into my butthole. It's like a fart transplant. I remember that. That That's was a good it. one.
0: That's it. Yep. Wow. That is what this picture of Terry and Patricia Miller of Tifton, Georgia looks like to me. They have now been married, well, 1992, what, 30 years? That's crazy.
1: This picture
0: looks like it's 32 years old. 30? 30, 30 years. 30 years. It's gotta be. Yeah.
1: I... I <clears throat>
0: hey! What should people do if they want to reach us? Email? Now, what happens if somebody wants to connect with you on Facebook? What have you always told me about Facebook? About if somebody wants to be your friend?
1: Oh, geez. Really? You're going there?
0: So and so did what? What? What what happens when somebody Mm. wants to be your friend? Explain to everybody.
1: No, I'm not. You're making fun of me now.
0: I'm teasing you. Don't. Well. (laughs) Since. since...
1: Apply for friendship? (laughs) Is that what it's called? Mm Mm-hmm they applied for friendship
0: you're very (laughs) formal about it
1: oh boy
0: very almost like you know what i i imagine when you say that she makes
1: fun of me constantly if i say something wrong
0: i mean you got a friend friend request but what what it it reminds me of like like if you went to the king's um to the castle for a ball and you were you were gonna do like the square dancing or whatever the hell it is that they did. And uh somebody applied to be your dancing partner and you get to decide if that's gonna work for you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so blurred. they
0: put in an application for friendship.
1: An application.
0: No. Uh no. we are on Facebook at this point um, honestly I just made it so uh, everything here is real is our Facebook page Um, and wow people are actually liking the page already even though there's nothing on it yet (laughs) everything here is real on Facebook and um, if you would like to email us you know, hate mail or comments or, you know, whatever. Um, uh, it's everything here is real at gmail.com and we might or might not check that email ever again. So, what <laughs> are you going to like our page?
1: I'm looking.
0: Um, I will set up an Instagram because I do want to share pictures from some of the um magazine articles we reference especially you know the funny ones like the diaper stealer which you probably even forgot about it at this point No I remember that the diaper the diaper <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just real quick you're so desperate for some sort of human sexual contact that you're putting on adult diapers you are shitting yourself And getting girls to change your diaper, pretending that you're incompetent so they'll touch you.
1: That's a warped mind. (laughs) That's bad.
0: (laughs) All right. We're going to go have a nightcap and watch some Supercross. And go to bed.
1: See. (laughs) See what? 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 see what we are you're gonna watch supercross see what are you gonna watch it what do you want me to see see what see what i said see see yes see yes
0: you don't speak spanish
1: i do no you don't Fluently. let's
0: hear some see
1: Duh. Me sabe Duh! <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: wow you have talked to a lot of construction workers over the years <laughs> all right we are out hope you have enjoyed our first episode please follow us we will have all kinds of fun things to talk about in the future and uh probably some bonus content coming for special people right yeah you betcha you know what the appropriate thing to say when you are leaving your room is what goodbye
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: No, you gotta say it.
1: Goodbye.
0: <laughs> Goodbye. I bid you adieu. It has been your pleasure. <laughs> okay, bye.